Welcome to From Ashes to Beauty with John Ortberg. Each day, Monday through Friday, you'll find 10 minutes of relevant spiritual guidance on the kind of people we are becoming. Follow us on YouTube at becomenew.me or receive daily text alerts when a new episode is published by texting the word BECOME to the number 56525. Invite a friend to listen along by sharing this podcast or sharing the link becomenew.me. We're glad you're here. And now, here's John. So I want to talk to you today about which question will I ask. We will shape our lives in response to one of two questions, and we will choose which question it will be. This comes from a little book called Yes to Life, written by Viktor Frankl. And I want to talk about it today as we head towards Holy Week. We're on this journey from ashes, from death, from repentance, from suffering, to beauty, to God, to life, to hope, to Easter. We started on Ash Wednesday. I can't believe we're headed into Holy Week, where we remember the events of the final week of Jesus' life. I hope this weekend you'll take some time and read through the story of Palm Sunday. Jesus entering into Jerusalem, everybody excited because they think he's going to be the king they expected. But he had a different set of expectations. He had a different question that he was asking. Frankl says that we will all face one of two questions. One of them, the more common one, is what do I expect out of life? And if I ask this one, then I will think about there are certain uh, circumstances that I want to enter into. I'll ask about my vocation, my career, what my income will be, maybe if I will get married, maybe if I will have children, how healthy will I be, how long will I live. I have certain expectations in my life, and I want them to be fulfilled. And a lot of life will be just management of my expectations. There's a quite famous little formula that happiness equals reality minus expectations. So maybe in order to be happier, I will ratchet my expectations down so that if good things happen to me, I will be pleasantly surprised. And then my emotions will be good and I can have my best life now. That's a common question that we ask because then we are in charge. We are engineering. We are strategizing. We are navigating. We are choosing. We are masters of our fate, captains of our ship. What do I expect of life? Or, or, or there's another question. What does life expect of me? Franco says that this is the real question, that it's not we who are in a position to ask questions of life. He says, uh, it is life that asks the questions, directs questions at us. We are the ones who are questioned. We are the ones who must answer, must give answers to the constant hourly question of life, to the essential life questions. Living itself means nothing other than being questioned. Our whole act of being is nothing more than responding to, of being responsible toward life. And of course, ultimately, as followers of Jesus, we would say yes of life and supremely of the author of life, and that is God. The question is not, what do I expect out of life? Because then it's just all about what circumstances do I want to have? Circumstances are not the aim or the goal of my life or you two, no matter what this world says. They are the raw material with which we work. It is life, it is God that asks the questions. What's life asking of you today? What's it asking of me today? That's why we're on this journey. 
Because the main thing God gets out of our life is the person we become. And we've been learning, I can't, but God can. I'll surrender to him. I'll look honestly as myself as best I can, share it with somebody else, ask God to change me, look at where I do wrong with others and seek to make amends. And then enter into a daily continual practice of these steps to look at my life each day, to promptly admit it where I go wrong. To answer the question that life poses for me today. What meaning can I have? What good can I bring? Frankl says, uh, he talks about one man who was a patient in a hospital, he's an engineer, quite brilliant. Frankl says there's three ways that we can bring meaning to life. The first one is by what we do, by what we create. And this comes naturally to us. We are actors. And so this man had quite a brilliant career and then he became severely ill and he couldn't work anymore. And so he found meaning at a uh, in a second way, when he was in the hospital, through what he would love and what he would experience, listen and study great music, great books, love people, have great conversations with them. And then he grew too ill to do this, and there was left to him the final third way to bring meaning, and that is by how he suffered, by how he met a fate that he could not change. Frankel writes, he's very moved by this. He was a young doctor at the time. When he went to see that young man one night, the man asked him if he could give his morphine, give him a morphine injection now. The man realized he was going to die that day and that before he died, the pain would be bad enough that they would have to ask Frankel to give him that shot. And if Frankel was asleep, it would interrupt him and the man did not interrupt him. And Frankel said the thought that he would be thinking of me when he was about to suffer and die was overwhelming. Whatever he did in his career, whatever he did elsewhere, nothing could be more inspiring or noble to me that in the moment of his dying, he was thinking how to make somebody else's life better. This is the question, not what do I expect of life? Meaning is always possible. Frankel writes another story of one time when uh, a very prestigious judge had had um, chronic inflammation. One of his legs had to be amputated and the judge was with Frankel and he begins to hop laboriously around the room in one leg and then he bursts into tears. He was holding Frankel's hands. He begins to weep like a little child, says, I can't stand it. There is no point in living life like a cripple. Frankel says he looked him in the eye and asked him insistently but facetiously, tell me, Your Honor, do you intend to pursue a successful career as a short or long-distance runner? And when the judge looked up astonished, Frankel said, because then but only then would I be able to understand your despair in your previous statement, because then you would have played your last card, for then your further life you're living on would be pointless for you. You would no longer be capable of being a great runner. But beyond that, for a man like you, who has led his whole life in a highly meaningful way, who has been effective and made a name for himself in the profession, for such a man, should the whole of life have lost its meaning because he lost a leg? The man immediately understood what I meant. So illness does not have to mean the loss of meaning. Not just that, sometimes suffering can lead to a benefit. And then Frankel tells another remarkable story of a woman of younger years who he had known before. And he says, when I saw her again in the concentration camp, she was in a terrible state and mortally ill, and she knew it. But a few days before she died, she said, I am grateful to fate for bringing me here. In my earlier bourgeois life, I aspired to be cultured. But somehow, 
I was not very serious about it. But now I am happy, despite everything. Now everything has become serious, and I can, I must prove myself. As she said this, she was more cheerful than I had ever known her, because now she had a meaning, now she had a purpose, now her life mattered. It is Palm Sunday. Jesus rides into Jerusalem. The question is not what, what did Jesus expect of life. As the Messiah, to expect power and glory and palm branches and Hosanna and respectability and to go on with his great career, with his great teaching and healing, none of that was open to him. That road to meaning was gone. And, and, and even what he had experienced in the Last Supper, to be able to love his disciples, eventually they were torn from him too. And finally, he was left with just the cross. And all that was available to him was to die. And the way that he died, the spirit with which he embraced death, the forgiveness and love with which he offered his life to his father, is the hinge, is the turning point of the world. It is that on which the hinge of human history rests. And so it is for you and me. Henry Nouwen writes about how with Jesus, for all the amazing things he did, when we come to the end of his life during Holy Week, over and over it talks about uh, the fact that Jesus was, it's often translated betrayed, but the word means to be handed over. It's not what he did, it's what happened to him. And the way that he responded to it. And offered himself in suffering love. And I can do that in events which I cannot control. And you can do that. Guys, I love you. I'm thinking of some of you right now and stuff that you are going through that you cannot control. And you can't. You will not be able to get what you expect out of life. But that's not the question. The question is, what does life expect of you? What does God want from you? Jesus goes on to tell Peter, Peter, when you were young, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted to go. What do you expect of life? But when you are old, somebody else will dress you and somebody will lead you to where you do not want to go. And, and the text says, Jesus told Peter this to show Peter the death by which he would glorify God. The great meaning that would come to Peter's life would be not what Peter did, but what happened to him. It's a great mystery. I don't understand, but I believe it deeply. And what is wonderful about it, what is amazing about it is that the prospect of meaning, of great meaning, of noble and inspirational living lies available to you and me no matter what happens to us. Because the question isn't, what do I expect of life today? The question is, what does life expect of me today? What does God expect of me today? Might be big, might be dramatic, might involve suffering, probably won't. Probably just be washing the dishes, writing an email doing little things with great love. God, help me to know the truth about myself. Help me to answer the questions of life really well by your power. I'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, and I look forward to Holy Week with you.